Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, uh, I screwed something up at the beginning of the show, and it's kind of a big deal. And I don't like being factually inaccurate, but uh, the shooting in uh, Niagara County, that was a town of Niagara shooting investigated by the Niagara County Sheriff's Department. So I'm really, really sorry. So town of Niagara, uh, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I own it. I made a mistake. Um, I read something wrong. And I apologize for being factually incorrect. I'm sorry. I will try to minimize my mistakes in the future. I don't like making factual mistakes. Not at this point. You kidding me? I shouldn't make that mistake. It is uh, 10 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. Obviously, this is the anniversary of the assassination of uh, President John F. Kennedy. Uh, this date, 59 years ago. Uh you know, in the when I started doing this for a living, um, I would do shows and people would call in and they'd be, oh, relatively young, saying, I remember the day President Kennedy was shot. If I did a show now, anybody calling in is going to be 64 or older. <laughs> There's nothing in there for young people, nothing. Anyway, uh, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, talking about uh, things are not making as well anymore. I was unaware of this, not being a coffee drinker particularly, but uh, not a coffee drinker, but coffee crisp. That's a different story. Um, Maxwell House Coffee. Now, we're trying to stay away from brand names, but uh, I will make an exception here. It's my judgment. But Somebody says Maxwell House coffee has changed something. How many Maxwell House drinkers do we have out there, and have they changed something? Can't stand it when things are changed that are not broken. That re- Doesn't that get to you? And you know what else they don't make like they used to make? Coke. Let me rephrase that. Coca-Cola. They don't make it like they used to. Because they're using the corn syrup sweetener. That This is why the few times a year I allow myself to drink. I don't drink a lot of pop. But when I do, I will go to the store and get the Mexican Coca-Cola because it's actually flavored with cane sugar. And it makes a difference. Like our caller earlier who said, hey, if I'm going to have chocolate, if I'm going to put sugar into my body, I want it to be the good stuff. So what are they not making the way they used to make it? How about, I'm surprised we haven't had more complaints about appliances. Vehicles, absolutely. Now, I was unaware that there's a special issue with transmissions, uh, but uh, I, as far as the appearances of cars, there are some exceptions to this, but the cars of the 50s and 60s, and dare I say, even the 70s, they had personality. Today's cars pretty much all look alike. The same engineer using the same wind tunnel designed them, and they look like it. Don't you love unique-appearing cars? Uh, I, I, I do. 
I really do. Let me give you the phone number. It's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell, 1-800-616-WBEN. What are they not making anymore the way they used to? Everything from garden implements to uh, (laughs) breakfast cereal boxes. Here's Jerry in Orchard Park. Jerry, you're on WBEN. Welcome, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Love your show. I got three items. First All right. One, to- toilet paper. Oh. I've never seen something that shrink as much as toilet paper over the years. Um, well, okay. Item- I-, I think the toilet paper discussion, as distasteful as it may be to some people, needs to be had. It seems that some brands have become very, very flimsy, as in your finger goes right through it, and that's not good because... It's toilet paper. It's also, it's. have you noticed that the the customer, the consumer brand toilet paper is feeling increasingly like the industrial sandpaper stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, second item, uh, talking about transmissions, I got a Mitsubishi Outlander Sport. I reached 20 miles only, and I had to get a new transmission. So that's one for the record. Well, okay, how many miles you cut out? Apparently they're not making cell phones like they used to. Uh, how many miles did you reach? 25,000. That's it? Only. That's it. I- I'm sure that was covered by warranty? Yes, luckily it was. Uh, but I had to go to Rochester because uh, all the Mitsubishi places closed up, one in Hamburg and one in the North Town. So that was another mistake. The last item is the McDonald's patty. Talk about shrinkage, you know. Hmm. They're not making them like they used to. You know, it's interesting because some of these things food-wise that you're mentioning, I must admit, I feel totally out of touch. But I don't think that's a bad thing because given certain uh, well-known issues that I have, I shouldn't be eating McDonald's. That's something that I shouldn't be doing all the time or much at all. So when you talk about the McDonald's patty having shrunk, I I can say, really? But from personal experience anymore, I don't know. I can't tell you the last time I had a burger from there. Well. It's a good and a quick fix. That's about it. Well, see, with with a lot of fast food, have the same feeling as I do with Chinese food. No disrespect if you're of Chinese descent, but uh, uh, Chinese food made in America, I can't eat it. Because every time I do, I feel like crap. I feel bloated. I feel tired. No energy whatsoever. And I always feel bad. A great replacement, Thai food. Oh, is that good. Yeah, I think you're right with the Chinese stuff. It might be the grease, you know, or the MSG. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is, but I just know I can't do it anymore. But Thai food. Oh, there's a there's a Thai food place around here. Oh, the best wonton soup ever. The best egg rolls ever. Yes, they're fried. I don't do them a lot, uh, but oh, they have some great food. Now I want Thai food for dinner. Thank you so much. Listen, have a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, you too, sir. Thank you uh, kindly. I appreciate that. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We're really running the gamut today, aren't we, of things they're not making anymore like they used to. Let's go to uh, Dave in uh, Lockport. Dave, you're on WBEN. You got something 
uh, what aren't they making now like they used to make it? Good afternoon, Tom. I have, uh, you know, I became a homeowner and I got the dishwasher and I got the dryer down in the basement, and much to and both both huge brand names that worked forever for my parents. But uh, one day I found out to my chagrin that they had a suicide pack and they both died the same week. That was a giant headache, and they weren't old. They weren't old. But I want to tell you that in my brother's garage, there's a 1948 International Harvester refrigerator <laughs> keeping his beer and his soft drinks cold. What is that setting him back electricity-wise? Well, uh, I've never discussed that with my brother. We didn't discuss the uh, dynamics of the, <laughs> of the bill. Well, but but I but people people should know. See. People buy a refrigerator now, and if you get 10 years out of a refrigerator, you think like, oh, I made a wise purchase. I got 10 years out of it. But what people don't understand is you bought a refrigerator back in the 1950s or 60s. That thing will still be running today. They're all running in somebody's garage or basement, but then everybody wanted the fancy one with this and the, that and the, the cold water and the ice cubes and all that shit. Oh, the ice maker. I live for the ice maker in the refrigerator, not going to lie. But the old refrigerators were built like tanks. The new ones, like everything else, they're not building them like they used to. How about washers and dryers, Dave? Well, my dryer died, and it wasn't old at all. And we got our fingers crossed on the washing machine. It seems to be behaving, but they're both rather new. And I mean, I'm standing there. I'm uh, I'm just a pathetic boomer. I'm uh, 74 years old, and I just remember that my parents in the 50s, 60s, 70s, those those things lasted forever. I'm sorry, I missed the last part of what you said. I just said that the washers and dryers that my parents had lasted forever and i'm going through them like every four or five years i'm getting a new one here you know that's that's terrible my goodness all right thank you dave i appreciate your telephone call uh by the way i'm 28 uh, in case uh you guys didn't know i'm 28 years old and uh, i just wanted to share with you my my age it is uh 19 minutes after five at news radio 930 wben if you'll notice when the birthdays go by, I do not acknowledge them, and I do not tell you my age, <laughs> unless absolutely necessary to a story, which I find increasingly less important. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to traffic on News Radio 930, WBEN. Find out if you're getting home okay on a Tuesday, but your mind is set on Thursday already, and the uh, football game, and I wonder how the football game is going to mess up your Thanksgiving. What are they not building anymore as well as they used to. We are getting some great responses because none of us like to feel like we're going backward in terms of uh, progress because progress, by very definition, should be moving forward. But it seems like we are increasing our technology exponentially, but the stuff that we buy as consumer goods, even from uh, paper shopping bags to cereal boxes to transmissions, not as good as they used to be. What have you had experiences with that is uh, just not what it used to be? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let us go to Jason in Boston. Jason, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Wonderfully. 
That's good to hear. Well, so, no, I've got I've got the like best the... I've got the best radio talk show audience in the world, and I'm not just blowing smoke. You guys are really you guys really rock. Well, thank you. I, you know, I try. I didn't mean you. Um, I, I, I was excluding you, Jason. I should point that out. Uh, um, anyways, the uh, so I'm going to blanket statement homes, homes in general, how they're built nowadays. I've got a, I've got an old catalog home from a certain manufacturer built in the ni- built in 1914. Well, that could only be Sears. My family. That could only be Sears, oh, it right? Would be. Yes. All right. Oh, because in the old days, folks, you could, well, you can explain a catalog home, but tell us about your 1914 dwelling. So, yeah, so I've got the original blueprints when it was built. It was $1,600 off the train. Um, it was, act, so I, what I've noticed when I've been taking it apart to remodel, uh, real two-by-fours, actual measurements, two inches by four inches. The nails are so hard to pull out. It is insane. It's they're just the way it's built. It's so sturdy. Like sturdy. Even the plaster is not even the plaster's not falling off or anything. It's it was amazing. Versus my parents' brand new build, cost four hundred thousand dollars. The two by fours are inch and a half by two and three quarters. It's everything's flimsy. The drywall's already cracked. Oh, unbelievable! You know this. This is amazing. I, sir, I agree one thousand percent i do not believe homes today are built like they used to be built and i don't mean that as a compliment my home is in 1927 build and it is solid and there is a house and i don't want to say exactly where but it's on north ellicott street in the village of williamsville i've had the pleasure of being inside and the craftsmanship that was put into the plastering it's got that swirled plaster look on the ceiling it is oh, yeah. gorgeous. The woodwork alone, like on the stair, the railing going up, is it's beautiful. Oh, it some is, of those houses, like uh, and it, some of those houses, like on Anderson Place in the city of Buffalo, the woodwork is oh. just amazing. You don't even have to be on Lincoln Parkway. Anderson, it's just amazing. The the wainscoting alone, it's just it's something else to see houses from that from from that era versus homes today. But you know, it, it's it, it, here's here's something we can go back and forth on. You know, I'll throw that in as a topic. Is it better to have a new home or an old home? Because the problem with the older homes is they were not designed with 21st century technology in mind, and they weren't laid out properly. Um, you know, <laughs> the the home in which I live is weighed, uh, laid out in a very strange way. For 1927 living, not 2022 living. <laughs> Probably for the butler to go in and out of places. Oh no, it's not. It's, it's not that big of a place. Uh, pro- oh. <laughs> Probably more for hiding your criminal uncle. But uh, the the wood, you know, it's, it's so interesting you mentioned that the the wood in the home is, is extraordinary. They 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 put in many cases a lot. It, clearly, a lot of effort and pride and craftsmanship into that home. And the, the front door of the home is the original 1927 front door. And I must tell you, it is phenomenal. A similar door. Are, are you sitting down right now, Jason? Oh, oh, I'm sitting down. Okay, a door that looks like my door right now, brand new, would run in the neighborhood of five to $6,000. That's insane. 
It, 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 it more is than my whole house back in the day. It, it, well, fourteen thousand, the Sears catalog house. But do you want to explain to people what a Sears catalog house was? Because there's kids who never learned this in history class. Yeah, yeah. So a Sears catalog house. Well, this will explain from my great, my great great uncle passed down to my grandmother, passed down to me. A Sears catalog home. They literally you, you used to go into the store, or you'd get an actual catalog, and you'd say you'd go through. There were probably depending on the year, like thirty or forty different models you could choose from. They had all sorts of, like buying a card, all sorts of accessories you can add, certain window upgrades, door upgrades, stuff like that. And they would actually deliver them. There'd be, you have to be close to like a train, a train station. And then they'd go and truck it to your property, drop it off. And, and the, the blueprints from reading them, it literally is like uh, Lincoln logs. Like there's like each, each beam is numbered like A1, A2, goes in slot A1. It, it, it's really interesting to look at the blueprints and to actually see them on the like the piece of wood itself. is It's, it's cool. And interestingly, it was easier to build one of those homes than it is to put together something from Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> much, much more detailed on the instructions, for sure. And they're written in English. <laughs> um, and they're written in English. You know, I'll tell you, that that is a great piece of Americana. And somebody out there somewhere should do a Western New York picture book on Sears catalog homes. So they've got picture books on the waterfront of Buffalo, the east side of Buffalo. We need to have one on surviving Sears catalog homes. I would love to hear from any of you listening who live in a Sears catalog home. And how about the, the, the bathroom facilities, uh, Jason? Did you have to do anything to upgrade, or did the, did the original plans... Uh, what were the original plans? Obviously a septic tank. The original plans, yes, septic. Actually, it was a it was a cistern. There still is the cistern in the basement. I don't know if our you know younger viewers know what a cistern is, or even even older viewers. That's how the water was all. It was in a big pool in the basement, and you had a pump internally that would give you running water from groundwater, kind of like a well, but for like washing dishes and all that. That's uh, that's amazing. Um, I had um, one cistern, but two brethren. Um, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it, Jason. <laughs> no problem. Uh, anybody out there also live in a Sears catalog home? I don't mean to get too far in the woods, but th- that is fascinating. People literally used to mail order their homes and build them themselves, and the guy described it perfectly. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. What are they not building today like they used to build it? And a special aside, anybody out there with a Sears catalog home, if you do, by the way, why don't you send me a picture, tom at wben.com, tom at wben.com, your Sears catalog home. I'd like to put up a little photo gallery on Facebook if anybody cares. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
what? Is this in honor of the sunglasses that I bought in Florida that lasted like two days? They're not making stuff the way they used to make it. And what have you found? So Joe Beamer came in because Joe was looking for uh, his glasses, and he found his glasses, but Beamer was listening to the show, and he says that all night long tonight he's going to be reading up on Sears catalog homes. See, many of you don't know this because they didn't teach it in history class, but there used to be a company called Sears, okay? And they used to put out a catalog, and it was a big deal every year. The Sears catalog. Later generations would enjoy the brand names and century catalogs, but the Sears catalog. And you could legitimately order your home from Sears, and they would send you the parts. It was, It's like... Some parts need to be assembled. The whole house needed to be assembled. And back then, people had the skills to do it. And if you live in a Sears home, call in and let us know what it's like. How is it held up? I- I'm curious. Send me a picture of your Sears home at tom at wben.com. And uh, what are they not making as well today as they used to make it? That's uh, one of our topics that we're doing along with Sears Catalog Homes. Now, like Joe Beamer, because of a phone call, I know somebody else who's a little bit obsessed. Let's go to Ted in beautiful Niagara-on-the-Lake. Ted, hello. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Well, it's a beautiful day. We've got our Thanksgiving coming up in a couple of days uh, after that Black Friday. Don't know why it's got to be black. Looking forward to that one. I'll probably be over there to pick up the bargoons, as they say. Well, as long as you bring coffee crisps, uh, that's fine. Absolutely. Well, I have a couple of (laughs) items. Uh, My father passed away a number of years ago, and I acquired his house in Niagara-on-the-Lake. I live, I have another residence in Mississauga, which is up near Toronto, and both furnaces at both locations are over 50 years old. I presume they're oil furnaces? Uh, no, they're gas. Really? Gas, and I also have a friend of mine who has his uh, his gas licenses and everything else. He was a, a technician uh, for a couple of companies and uh, also did uh, high-profile uh, company work of as far as uh, on, on the Internet and everything else. Anyway, to make a long story short, my friend Robbie said to me for a number of years, Ted... These things were built to last forever. They're not as efficient as the brand new ones. And I'm sure your uh, friends that you have on the show, actually I was listening the other day, and you had a, a chap on from, uh, uh, from Niagara or Buffalo uh, in the furnace business. And uh, I'm sure he would concur off the record that the they were built to last. They didn't know how long they were going to last, but they just had an indefinite period of time to work. And as I say, these ones, I have uh, not only smoke detectors, but uh, right. which would apply for the furnace, but the, uh, uh, the ones for, for the fumes from the furnace. And uh, absolutely, they're on, functioning, uh, and... I can't say enough good things about equipment that was built years ago in the 70s, because that's when my father bought this residence. I bought my residence in Mississauga, in Toronto area, in 19. 19- 
75. Yeah, and it's pretty it's pretty cool. You you know you're getting older when uh it when you said, "Hey, something's 50 years old." I'm thinking, "Oh, it was built in the 1920s or 30s." Then I realized, "No, it was built a little later than that. You were actually alive then, done nuts." Well, like like a former caller, I feel mid 40s. <laughs> That's yeah, all that yeah. matters. Yeah, I feel mid 50s, 1850s. Um, and I had similar uh, similar problems. I was listening to you on the weekend with the snow in Buffalo, and similar heart problems and whatnot. But hey, you just got to be just got to be careful. That's all that matters, you know. Just got to be careful, Ted. Thank you uh, very much. I appreciate uh, the call. Hey, uh, something else that came up over the weekend. Something else that came uh, up over the weekend. Um, how does your car drive in the snow? What do you drive in the snow, and how good is it? Because I, I made a comment over the weekend, people either love it or hate it. Subaru, to me, nobody even comes close to Subaru in the great winter car category. Nobody. Uh, let's go to Dick in Lockport. Hello, Dick. Hey, Tom. What I can tell you is my father built a uh, purchased a Sears home uh, from Middleport, I think, in 51, 1951, and he he used a handsaw uh, <laughs> to help put this house together on Worley Drive near Union Road, and it's still standing. It's a fine house, and uh, there you go. Wait, Worley near Union, so it's right around Charlie the Butcher? Uh, no. You, you remember Esmond's Restaurant? No, I do not. It's between uh, South Autumn and South Harvest. Oh, okay. All right. I will. I will check that. I mean, I know you're you're further up Worley than Charlie the Butcher. He's in South Cayuga, and you're talking about Union yeah. by the Yellow Goose. I used to I used to deliver papers to Buffalo Evening News uh, in that neck of the woods, and it's a fine house. It's still standing. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, the only issue was. My father built it on the low part of Worley Drive, and uh, we used to get flooded. The basement used to get flooded. So, oh, boy. Well, okay, just just a question, though. When when your dad yeah. bought the Sears catalog home back in 1951, did he? what kind of skills did he have? Because I'm going to tell you, most people these days, I do not believe, have the skills to build an entire home. I know a few people. Not to name names, Billy Bing, uh, but I know a few people who could do it, but uh, not many. I, from what I was told, uh, some of the family members, Polish family members, uh, and my father worked at Westinghouse Electric as an inspector back then. Then hmm. he got into upper management, but uh, uh, I, I sense certain family members, maybe three or four, and and my grandfather had an electric skill saw that he would not let my father use. So my father had to use the handsaw uh, for miscellaneous uh, items to make that house work. But it's still standing. It's a great house. And it had striated cedar shingles. You don't see that very much, but it's a, it's a good material. You know wow. what I mean by striated cedar shingles? That, still in that, the house today. No, dude, that that is super cool. Thank you, uh, thank you very much. I can't wait to see all the pictures I'm going to get to these Sears catalog houses because people don't know that you could actually buy a house. I mean, it's some of the uh, log home, some of the log uh, home companies today they have uh, similar catalogs where you can basically select your log home from a catalog. You got to build it yourself, but there it is. Uh, right on. 
and I believe the bite dog, I could find the blueprints. Um, well, don't you don't need to send me those, <laughs> but uh, I okay. wouldn't know how to read them anyway. But thank you uh, right. very much, Dick. I appreciate I appreciate the call. Uh, Sears Catalog Homes. That that all started from the topic. Do they make the? What don't they make anymore? Like they used to make it. And uh, Sears. I don't know. Now I'm obsessed. Are you guys obsessed with Sears Catalog Homes? See, somebody whoever runs the internet tonight in Buffalo is going to see all these searches for Sears Catalog Homes. It'll be the big mystery. How come out of the blue somebody started looking this up on mass? But we know the answer. It is a conspiracy. Let's go to uh, Mike. I'm a little weird. Don't worry. Uh, it'll it'll grow on you eventually. Mike in Corfu. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, quite well, sir. Quite well. Very good. So the home I live in, my uh, my parents bought it in 1969. Um, I bought it for my parents uh, five years ago. Um, but it was a, a Sears home, and it was built in 1915. Huh. Um, and it is still knock on wood in great shape um the walls are solid it's i've you know just a little work i've done at the house since i've taken it this is the most solid house i've ever lived in um and it's you know it'll it'll far outlive me without a doubt um pretty much pretty much all original as far as the layouts of it um, when my wife and I bought it, we decided, you know, we, want, we wanted to try to decorate it and bring it back to what it would look like when it was first built. So we've done a lot of research on these homes and pulled it up. Ours is actually known as the San Carlos. It's, they all had these quirky little names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the name we went by. We actually, uh, uh, several years ago, uh, actually during COVID, we built a, a, a very functional bar in the in the basement of it, and the bar's name is the San Carlos. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, just a fantastic home, and uh, yeah, it's just amazing. The only thing, uh, you know, as we're looking up, the only thing it didn't come with was the bricks for the front porch. Ours came with everything else except the bricks. Um, looking at the uh, blueprints, and uh, I'll be darned. For it. Yeah. You know, look, looking at a, a picture, I mean, there's, there's a couple of uh, different uh, varieties, apparently, of the San Carlos. Uh, there's one. That's got. Uh, well, no, I'm looking at the Westwood. No, the San Carlos. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. That that is a beautiful home. I mean that that looks. It looks so of that era, 1915, 1920. It looks like a totally cozy place. It is. It absolutely is. And it's you know the fun thing about it is like there's really around us there's no other homes like it. It really stands out. Um, you know there was an architecture book that was put out in our area. Oh, probably about 30 years ago, and they, they did a fe- feature on our house um, because of it being a Sears home. And um, it's just, it's great. You know, I love it, and uh, I'm glad to own it now after all these years. And, Damn. And, uh, and, you know, it'll been passed it on to my son. You, you know what it cost originally, right? Oh, gosh. I, I had looked it up. and I $2,096. I'm not sure what year that was, but uh, at one point, $2,096 for your Sears San Carlos home. There was plan A and plan B. Yeah, absolutely. We have, uh, I think uh, we have plan B in ours, the way the addicts are laid out. That is super cool. I never, you know what? It, that's what I love about this show. I never know what you guys are going to come up with, but uh, this has caught a lot of people's fancy. Thank you kindly. I appreciate the call. 
Thank you, sir. Um, I never know with you guys. I never know. I just never know. And you're so weird. We, we it's, a, it, it's a good relationship. It truly is. Uh, we understand each other, and that's the basis of any strong relationship. So it starts off as a show about what don't they build as well as they used to. Then a guy calls in on Sears Catalog Homes. I become obsessed, and now everybody's calling in on their Sears Catalog Home. Let's go to, uh, again, that's what I, I do love this about uh, you guys and, and this show. I love this organic stuff. Here's uh, Bill in Orchard Park. You're on WBEN. Hey Tom, uh, I just wanted to. I, I tuned in late today, so I did. I missed most of the show, but uh, the Harvest Hill Country Club on Orchard Transit Road in Orchard Park—that is a Sears catalog home that my grandfather owned, <laughs> and um, he bought that, I believe, in the probably the 20s or 30s. Bought it from a gentleman, and uh, it was already in place, but. Uh, the clubhouse is a Sears catalog home. Huh. That's, this, you know what? You got to understand, people under the age of, I don't know, 120 listening to this show have no idea what a Sears catalog home was, except people who own them. Uh, and it's it's just a riot here in these stories. So uh, have you had the pleasure of being inside lately, sir? Not lately. Uh, my... Grandfather passed away in 71. My uncle and father sold the property at that time, and then it became the golf, uh, <laughs> Harvest Hill Golf Course owned by the Scroys from West Seneca, the investment people, and they in turn sold it to uh, Ross Salino. Now, he may have the ability to research that. I have nothing researchable in my uh, possession that could help you out but other than the fact that i know for sure that it's a uh, serious catalog home no that's cool i mean I, I don't have the time to look up people who owned it and it wouldn't you know but but uh oh, that is super cool uh bill thank you very much uh i am involved along with several other people in a major historical undertaking we're hoping to get it done before winter fully hits uh, hoping and praying. Here's uh, Cheryl in Arcade. Cheryl, you're on WBEN. You're somebody else with a catalog home. Get out of town. I am. I'm not sure, though. I always thought that the previous owner um, bought it in 53 or 54. But now listening to the other callers, I'm going to have to check to see if they were the first owner. There are additions on it. Um, and I feel bad. I don't know more about it. <laughs> but I have one. That uh, okay. What do people say when you tell them? How how often does this come up in conversation? I, I'm curious because see, I enjoy my 1927 home, but at the same time, it was not built for 2022. But it has a charm, and there's a quality of craftsmanship that I appreciate. To be truthful, I don't think I've ever mentioned it to anybody. So just, I'm your very first. How awesome! Yeah, I just presume that. It's normal. <laughs> hmm. Well, no, you'd, you'd be, I'll tell you, you'd be surprised, um, very much surprised. Uh, Joe Beamer came in, and it was almost as if we had just told him, hey, Joe, you know, we actually landed on the moon in July 1969. It was that kind of an, a look of astonishment, and he's going to be looking this stuff all uh, up. I'm going to be looking it up all night long. Thanks a lot. I'm, yes, I am, too. I had no idea that it wasn't as prevalent 
as I thought it was. I don't know how prevalent it is, but it's it's little known today. That's the thing. It's very little known today. Uh, thank you, my dear. I have uh, exhausted my time. Um, I'll tell you what, gang, what we will do. I'm going to see how many people send in pictures of their Sears catalog home. If you can give me the year, the model, that would help if you know it. Um, I'll put it up on Facebook when I can, and maybe we'll start off tomorrow's show talking about it, and then we'll, we'll do the winter driving thing uh, in, in greater detail. It's just the, the Sears thing just kind of took off. But, again, that's uh, you're very unpredictable, and I, I rather enjoy that about doing this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.